Hi everyone, welcome to my brand new podcast. That's right, I have my own podcast now. I'm so, so excited um, to be doing this. It's something completely new, completely different for me. So thank you so much for listening. And please bear with me whilst I kind of get my bearings with this. As with all new things, it takes us a little while to adjust. And I'm going to be honest, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. So we'll muddle through it. But I'm super grateful that you are tuning in to listen to me ramble. Now, I, I have a YouTube channel and obviously my Instagram. If you already follow me on either of those things, thanks for joining me on this as well. However, I do come across as somebody who's quite comfortable talking to a camera and making YouTube videos is not a problem for me. It's not an issue. However, I'm finding speaking into this microphone somewhat different. I don't know if it's because I have nothing to focus on. I'm literally right now staring at my bedroom curtains and I'm just alone in the room. It's just me and my voice. So it's definitely a different experience. For the last sort of year or 18 months on my Instagram, I have been sharing morning coffee thoughts. Three, two or three things every day, sometimes a little bit later in the day, but every day I tend to just write down what comes up for me. For me, it's like my form of journaling. It's just a way for me to document kind of how I feel, maybe to inspire some thoughts in somebody else. And it's just become a habit that I find really positive and something that just feels really good. If I don't do it now, I feel like my whole day is thrown off. So I've decided to kind of upgrade them because I've been doing them for so long. And that's where this podcast comes in. So. I'm going to maybe pick something that comes up two or three times throughout the week and just talk about it. Talk about anything that kind of springs to mind. This is probably going to be a bit like therapy for me, um, but as the same as with the coffee thoughts, I kind of hope it instills some kind of thought or inspiration or anything in somebody else as well. This is always why I share things and why I do what I do. Um, because I like to connect with you guys, like especially the last year, we have had to adapt and find so many different ways to connect. And this is me putting myself out there and trying something new. 2021 for me is all about self-confidence and just doing the things. I do regret not starting this last year. It's something I've often thought about, but have just never done. So yesterday I made the decision to do it. I ordered off Amazon my microphone and here we are. So let's get into it. This first podcast I'm going to chat about something that um, I noticed I've been feeling recently and something that is popping up for a few people, I think. We're about a quarter of the way into the year. Today is March the 7th, I think. I think it's the 7th, might be the 8th. And so we're, we're into the third month of the year. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but I have been working all year very hard. Personally, I changed my job at the beginning of this year. So I went more freelance coaching rather than working for a gym. And it's been busy and stressful adapting and adjusting and building up my new business and my new client base and adjusting to my new time schedule. For me, I'm somebody who very much thrives on routine and 
structure and whenever I have to change and adapt, I do find it uncomfortable. It's always a good thing to be uncomfortable, I recognize that, but it is something that I personally struggle with. So the last few months have been up and down. However, I really feel like I'm starting to settle now and I've found my groove and I've got an amazing, amazing structure of clients. Um, they are all so great. Uh, I'm part of a, a nice team and yeah, life at the minute is finally settling down and I'm falling into a routine and a pattern and it's great and I love it. On the flip side of that though, I have been non-stop for nearly three months and I'm starting to feel the effects of that. So I start work at 5.30, 6am every day. I work six days a week. Yes, I choose my own hours. So I've chosen for myself this year to try and uh, schedule my day so that I start work at six and I will finish between two and half three. Um, that even saying it out loud makes the voice in my head think, oh, well, everyone's going to think she doesn't work very much. She only works until two in the afternoon. But come on, like, that's a good eight hour day. I may get like 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour here and there between clients, time to eat. Um, but apart from that, I'm pretty much on the go. And it is taxing. Um, so that's something that I've definitely chosen for myself this year and something that I am proud of. Like, I'm happy that I've made that time for myself. I, in the past, when I lived in the UK and used to freelance as a personal trainer, I made, and I think personally, this is, for me, this was a mistake. I would work with the clients super, super early, and then I'd maybe have some at lunchtime, and then I'd also go back and train some people in the evening, but this was every day. So for five days of the week, I'd be working like 12 to 14 hour days. I didn't even know what napping was then. Naps weren't a thing for me back then. Um, and I'd also work one weekend day as well. So we're talking 14 hour days, five days a week, plus half a day on a, on a weekend day. And I completely burnt myself out. Like I had like severe extreme burnout. I had to change jobs. I just, I couldn't focus on anything. And I don't want to make the same mistakes this time. So I'm being, you would say a little bit selfish with my time and my energy, but I also think that's really, really important. Um, rest is a form of productivity and that's what I want to talk about today. Being able to prioritize your own needs and your own energy is essential. If you, let's say for example, that I chose to work for myself and I chose to fall back into that 14 hour day mentality. Let's see how my day would be impacted. I would be up very, very early. I would probably train clients until uh, lunchtime like I do now. I would perhaps come home if I wasn't already working at home because I do train people from my home gym. I, I might get a nap and then I probably have to go train because my own training is also very important. I would then have to uh, spend another few hours of my afternoon and evening with clients again. Um, so at the minute, I've not really factored in any downtime for myself. Uh, definitely no time with my family, with Dan or with my uh, my puppy Rosie. Um, there's no time in there for self-care. I would then go to bed. I'd have to go to bed so early because again, I would be up the next day at 4.45. 
do we think that sounds like a life that would be enjoyable, sustainable, or would I get any benefit from that? I'd probably be making double the money I'm making now, but I wouldn't have the time or the energy to actually enjoy what I'm doing. And I love my job and I really want to enjoy and give as much attention and focus to the clients that I have. So the way that I've chosen to do it now, I can give my clients that time. I can block out parts of my day to focus on their programming without having to throw together like a quick workout for each client each day. I will take time to sit down and spend two hours programming for uh, my clients for the next few days. And they're gonna get the most out of that programming. I'm actually enjoying writing the programming, not having to squeeze it in between things or rush it or panic that I haven't got anything. I actually enjoy sitting, designing, working out what my clients need and they're gonna get the best out of me for that. I also have time to spend for myself. This, this year especially, I've been focusing on reading more, doing things like this, things I enjoy doing, like connecting with people, putting myself out there, like doing things that I wouldn't normally do. That's important for me to continue to function at a high level of happiness and for me to feel like I'm making a difference, like I need these things. So time for those is also super, super important to me. So things like that, like, and spending time with my family, like they all they all have their place now and it works really well. And I'm super happy with what I've created. One thing that I have found really, really important is setting boundaries. So when somebody asks me something and I, I don't want to do it, I won't do it. So let's say somebody, uh, somebody wants me to train them, but I know that my, my current diary is full. I cannot keep saying yes to people because that's how I end up overworking and then building up. And before I know it, I've taken on three more clients and my days are overly busy again. So I have to be firm with my choices. It is difficult for me to say no. I am not somebody who enjoys saying no to people. Saying no makes me very uncomfortable. However, it's not going to be a service to anybody else, no matter what they ask me. This doesn't even have to be work-related. This could be, oh, this could be, for example, Dan, my boyfriend, wants me to go out with him and take photos at the weekend. Now, I love him and I just hit my microphone. <laughs> I love him and I love uh, what he does and I do like going out and taking photos with him sometimes. But if I've had a really busy week and let's say I, I just really do not want to go and I would rather go and lay in the sun or just do nothing for the day, I'm going to choose to do nothing or lay in the sun for the day over going to do photographs in the desert. Because I know that's going to recharge my energy and that's going to be the best thing for me. I'm not going to say no all the time. Of course I'm not. When I do say no to people for anything, it is always polite. And you don't even have to tell anyone a reason why. So if somebody just says, are you available for something at 5 p.m., for example, could be anything, you don't have to give them a reason why. You can just say, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm not available at that time. How often do you ask somebody for an appointment or for something and 
you actually find out the reason why you can't have that specific time or that specific thing that you want. For example, if you called a salon and you wanted an appointment at 6 p.m. and they just say, sorry, that that person is not available at that time. You don't then ask why. You just accept that person's not available. So why do we not, like, well, for me especially, why do I not portray that answer in my life? Why does there always have to be this explanation? Oh, I can't do that because. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just not available then. It's so simple. And it is hard to do it when you first start doing it. But the more you do it, the more simple it becomes. And it feels really, really good. I am actually very proud of the boundaries that I've been setting recently. Um, and saying no. And I don't think anyone has actually been upset with me saying no, which is always a big fear. We, we think that we're going to offend people or scare people by saying no, but I don't think anyone actually has. It's people that are a lot more accepting than you realize. And if somebody does have a problem with you not being available for something, for whatever reason, that reason you may not even have told them, um, that is not your issue. That is their issue. That is their problem to deal with. You do not have to change what you really, really want or don't want to fit with what somebody else wants. Just want to be 100% clear on that point. I think as well, like something that I've noticed recently is when I have been having like downtime at weekends and I've really been treasuring this time, I haven't been doing anything with it. So we are... When I first came to Dubai, I was on the go all the time. I felt like if I wasn't out enjoying this amazing city, this place I've wanted to be for so long, I wasn't living it to my full potential. Like I wasn't really making the most of being here. And I think that comes from, I used to come here on holiday every year. Um, I must've been on holiday here six, seven more times, like so many times over the space of 20 years. And when you're on holiday, you do have limited time. So you do want to do all the things and see everything and go as many places as you can. And when I first moved here, I think I was very much still in that mentality. Uh, I was single when I moved here as well. So I pretty much did most things by myself. I was always exploring cafes, restaurants. Yeah, a lot of things were mostly food based. <laughs> and um, I just wanted to be out in some kind of busy area all the time. Like I didn't really spend any time at home. And I also think that's because I lived in a shared apartment, which I haven't really done much of before. So I felt like being in the apartment in my bedroom was a bit too confined perhaps. So anyway, now that like I have this beautiful house um, and I'm not single anymore, like me and Dan do everything together, which I love. Um, I can't speak for him, but I think he likes it too. Um, but I, I feel like now we're, we're comfortable being at home in that space that we've created to be as nice as possible. And we're comfortable just doing nothing with each other. And that is great. Like that is so good. And I wanted that for so, so long. And I'm incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly blessed. And I recognize the privilege that I have to be in the position that I am after the last year, especially. I also recognize that 
you need a balance. So while it's 100% okay to be comfortable with somebody and want to spend time in your home and also not to spend too much money, Dubai is expensive and it's very easy to fall into the trap of leaving the house and dropping a thousand dirhams, <laughs> which we, we have done and do regularly. But it, you can't afford to do that all the time. So it's finding a balance between not wanting to spend too much money wanting to enjoy the space and the time that we have together. But also, actually, I like to be out doing things. And they don't even have to be expensive things. If I'm out at the beach or at a pool or having some lunch or coffee or just being out of my house, I feel like I've had a break. So in the week, I spend so much of my time between clients and in the evening here because we don't really go out in the week, which is quite normal. And then at the weekend, I then spend more of my time here. I don't feel like it's been a weekend, if that makes sense. So I feel like, and I'm very aware and very guilty of spending a lot of time on my phone. So I will probably spend like half of one of my weekend days watching a movie, like we're all chilling on the sofa, the dog and Dan and in our comfies, in our PJs, and that's great snacking, of course. But then I'll find like, oh, I've missed half the film because I've been on my phone. And that's literally the same as what I might do in the week. So if I'm working on my phone and then at the weekend, I'm just aimlessly scrolling on my phone, I'm not really switching off. And that is super, super important. So this week I have actually decided to take a couple of days off, which is another amazing part of my job, um, being freelance, setting your own hours. And I felt really bad about this at first. And I was like, my clients can't be without me for two days. And, oh, but I've got to train this person and I'm not going to have time to reschedule everyone on the other days because I'm already so busy. And like, you know, it got to a point where enough was enough. Like I, it's my time and I need time to recharge and switch off and not get up at 4.30. As much as I love my job, I still need that switch off time. And I still need to prioritize my own recovery, my own needs, my own rest. And if I'm not rested, I'm not gonna be able to serve other people to the best of my ability. And I 100% stand by that. So um, I'm not really sure what I was worried about because of course all my amazing clients have been completely understanding. And um, yeah, everything is, is all good in that regard. But yeah, so if you're starting to feel like you're getting burnt out and you feel like you need a bit, a bit of a break. And especially in the last year where we've not actually been able to switch off. I know if you're in the UK, you guys have been in lockdown pretty much the whole year. Um, so I imagine finding the, the space from home to work and not being able to escape the, the, the physical environment that you're in is very, very difficult. Um, for us here, we have had a, had a lot more freedom. I recognize again that we're very lucky. It's a very different situation and it's never, ever my intention to, uh, rub anything in anyone's faces. Uh, it's never my intention to be like, Oh, look, I can do this. I can go everywhere. Like it's fine because it's still not fine here by any means. Like we are still very much in the thick of this. Um, although we are coming out of the other side, it's just managed very differently in different countries. So um, I do recognize that my situation is very different to other people's who may be listening right now. Um, but I, I also understand that it doesn't matter what situation you're currently in, 
it can be hard to separate your environments when you need to switch off. And the last year for all of us, no one's been able to really travel anywhere because of the pandemic and because of things that have been happening. I've not even been home. I know a few people did manage to get home last summer. I chose to wait and now I'm stuck not being able to travel at all. Um, so we, no one's really had any holidays, which is another part, I think, of feeling like your everyday life, there's nothing to look forward to. There's no like, I feel like COVID's been going on for so long as well. Like there's no end. You can't see the end. People are saying, oh, June, everything's going to open, but that's not guaranteed. We don't know that's going to happen. So I think that's where we, we found it hard to switch off a lot as well. So I just wanted to kind of chat about feeling burnt out and switching off and making sure that you do and prioritizing your own needs. 100% put yourself first. If you've listened to this podcast today and you've taken anything from the ramblings that just fell out of my mouth for the last 20 minutes, then just think about prioritizing yourself. How can you put yourself first this week? Can you find 10 minutes in your day to journal or to read a chapter of your book? Set an alarm clock on your phone, close the door, read your book, escape from your phone, escape from your work, go for a walk if you're able to, if you're in Dubai, it's getting hot, take a hat. If you're in the UK, enjoy the weather, it's getting nice. (laughs) Um, If you're anywhere in the world, whatever the weather is for you, try and get outside, try and just break your normal routine a little bit and definitely put your phone down. Um, I'd be super, super interested to know anything that you guys are doing or have done, anything that you've taken from this podcast. Um, If you follow me on socials, I'll link uh, my socials in the description of this podcast. I'm not entirely sure how that works yet. So let's see if I can actually do that. Um, My DMs are always open to anyone who wants to contact me. um, And I'm always, always keen for feedback or topics that you want me to cover in this podcast. Like I said, I will be doing one every week. Um, I think I'm going to break them up into series. So we'll be running for, for the next six to eight weeks, definitely. And apart from that, I hope you enjoyed listening. Please rate, review, share with your friends. Please build as much momentum for this podcast as you can. And... Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back soon with another episode. Take care. Bye.